The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Crystal Diane is a photographer and her job is to tell your story in a visual way. This allows her to show what is unfolding right before her eyes. She would rather document your story than create a pose. It makes her heart glad when she knows that she's capturing a moment that will be shared with generations to come. Her passion for people and photography has taught her that every moment is special and deserves to be treasured. That same passion allows her to approach your life event, whether it's a new arrival, an engagement, or your wedding, with a unique and artistic view. Little details are important to her, and she captures those candid moments that make your event yours. Family, let's welcome Crystal Diane to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right, family. I am so excited uh, for you all to get a chance to hear this next guest. And you will in a few minutes, but let me say a few things. Uh, So she is definitely uh, the brain and the brilliance behind some of my uh, photos and um, I actually had my very first photo shoot with her and it was such a great time um, for someone who is photophobic. Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word, but I just made it up. So <laughs> she <laughs> she uh, sort of helped calm my nerves. We had such a good time. Jill Scott was in the atmosphere via radio, uh, not in person because that would have been real dope. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to I want to introduce Crystal to the Minding My Black Business family. So welcome, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that we were able to make this happen. Um, so before <laughs> I get into my questions, can you introduce yourself and then let the family know where they can find you? Yes. So I am Crystal. I am a, I'm a photographer and I work with a lot of families and couples. So um, I'm in the Hampton Roads area. You can find me at my website. It is chrisdianephotography.com. Uh, K-R-Y-S-D-I-A-N-E photography.com. It's the same on Facebook and the same on Instagram. So try to keep it simple for everyone. You, that's brilliant and that's smart. And so what I'll do is make sure that those links are there so that they can follow and check out all your work and your galleries and stuff because those are um, you do some great work. Um, yeah. Thank you. So um, what? Why photography? What brought you to photography? How did how did this become your thing? Well, it's um was always been a hobby. Um, started back in high school, was always um taking pictures, always had a camera in my hand. Um, I actually took a photography class in high school and that's kind of when I started to fall in love with it. Um, and I also I'm a storyteller, so I like to create and document stories and just share stories. So that's just where it all started. Um, so I picked up a camera a few years ago. Um someone actually asked me to shoot a wedding for them and I said no and I kind of went and watched the wedding and that's how I can do this so I was asked again and I did it 
and then it just kind of went from there. Wow. Okay. Okay. So the person who wanted you to do the wedding, did they know that you had been doing mm-hmm. this since high school? Yeah, they knew. Yeah. Just from uh, regular communication. It was actually a coworker. Oh. So she knew. Um, and she was actually, her wedding was actually a, um, it was a 10 year wedding renewal, vow renewal, but they never had the actual ceremony. So they wanted you to have something very intimate and small. And they said, just come on, just bring your camera. You can take pictures. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not messing up your day. <laughs> but I went, I went anyway, I went as a guest. And then I kind of, you know, I really wanted to do it, but I was just scared. So that's the, you know, just to get out of that fear. Right. But um, I kind of went and I saw the young man that I was taking pictures and I kind of studied what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And he was basically just documenting everything, you know, when you have those types of events, they, they do all the work for you. You're just there to document and just to, you know, make sure it looks good. So I kind of studied what he was doing. And I said, I can do this. So when the next person came along and they asked, um, I did it. So that's actually, you know, kind of how I got started. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. That is so interesting that you told her no uh, the, the first time. <laughs> because, and I say that mm-hmm. because, uh, No. <laughs> Because I know sometimes I've heard people say stuff like fake it till you make it. And so that sounds very much like the opposite of that. Like, no, I don't feel ready to do that. Right. Uh, I'm going to sort of uh, do some research uh, and, and figure right. out what I need and then jump into it. Um, and so, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. So I guess that is a thing that maybe it's probably best not to fake it uh, in terms of being a photographer that you said. Oh yeah. Cause going on. Yeah, these pictures are where, what I tell everyone is that um, the pictures, everything we do is going to kind of last forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you, you want it to be right. You want it to be good and, you know, true to life. So that's, that's important. When you mentioned um, like documenting a story, uh, and so mm-hmm. that phrase really sort of sticks with me because I just enjoy for some reason, storytelling. I I appreciate people who can like unfold a good story or even like documentaries right. or something about it. I don't know. I just get really connected with those things. So, what do you enjoy most about about that process about documenting a story with the camera? So basically, you know, when I'll just take it to, you know, when I'm with my couples, the story's already there. They've already created their story. Um, and this is just an opportunity for them to showcase it. And whether it's during that engagement session or, you know, during the wedding, it's really just showing what's already built that was already there. So um, when I hang out with just couples and with people in general, I tell them this is just a session where we're just hanging out. We're going to do a lot of laughing. We're going to do a lot of talking. I like to get to know my couples um, during the engagement session. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can know them even better during their, the, you know, their wedding, which is the most important part of their, their, you know, their lives together, their wedding ceremony. So mm-hmm. my goal is to not be a stranger when I'm on their wedding day, when it's on their wedding day. Mm-hmm. So I try to get to know them during that entire the process, whether the month or the time that leads up to the wedding. So during that engagement session is kind of how we, um, I kind of ask them, you know, how did you guys meet? How was the first date? Who made the first move? And I kind of just kind of get them to relive what they've already been through. And then that kind of helps to bring out all those natural smiles and um, the natural poses together. And that's kind of how we go through those two hours of shooting. Oh my goodness. That's kind of brilliant. 
So how did, was that something that, no, I'm serious. Was that like natural to you or you picked that up along the way? Because those are some very good questions. You're right. Getting people to like talk about yeah. their happiest moments. How did you figure it out? Um, it's partly because I, you want to get to know the people. Mm-hmm. So I asked some questions. So, you know, it's, it's literally how I get to know them. I just so happen to have my camera and we're just so happen to be in a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, um, I, I want to get to know, I don't want to be, uh, like I mentioned, I don't want to be a stranger to them. Right. So, um, I kind of, I really, I'm genuinely interested in them and how they met and everything. So that's how I make the connection with them. And then from there, it goes on to, um, as their families grow, um, the goal is for, me, for them to take me along with them through their journey, whether it's babies or uh, first birthdays. And I just want to stay and kind of grow with them as they grow as a family and to actually be their family photographer. So, um, I just want to make that general that, yeah. uh, connection. That makes a lot of sense. So if you go ahead and sort of start that uh, familiarity or getting to know each other at the very beginning, um, then it'll be a no-brainer when it's time to get new pictures done. Right. Who they need to call. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> are, there, are there ways of like um, doing photography that, like how did you pick your your style? How did that how did that happen? I, I don't know how these things, I don't know how photographers sort of figure it out, but sometimes you can like almost tell who took the picture based on the picture. Yeah. Like. So how did you figure that out? So I, I know what I like. Um, I kind of shoot all of my couples. I kind of shoot them in the same style. So usually when they go about finding someone, um, you know, hopefully they do their research and then they find someone who shoots in the style that they like, mm-hmm. um, which mine is kind of a more open, clean type of edit mm-hmm. as far as shooting is not, it's not really dramatic or moody, but it's more light and airy is what my goal is. So, um, if they're looking for someone that is more moody or dramatic, I might not be the photographer for them, but, and, you know, hopefully they've done their research and they kind of, people usually tend to go with photographers with, that has a style mm-hmm. that they like. Mm-hmm. So I try to stay. I try to stay consistent in my style to stay true to me and those clients. The clients that I have, they like the style. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that's how I definitely got to you through looking at your your website and your galleries and like really appreciate <laughs> right all the things that you've done. Uh, and so yeah, we're definitely gonna put that website in there so that people can check it out. But uh, but yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. You know, as a as a photographer. Um, so of the of all the social medias, I'm jumping around, but I promise it's gonna make sense in a minute. Mm-hmm. So of all the social okay. media platforms, <laughs> um, I think I like Instagram the most, and this is definitely no shade to the other mm-hmm. one. Uh, but I enjoy like pictures, and um, and so as a photographer, for you, I suspect Instagram is probably pretty Im- important, um, and because I know that you definitely have an Instagram account with um, some of your wonderful yeah. work. But how do you manage uh, to avoid um, either? How do you manage to avoid this, or how do you manage it um, in terms of like the comparison trap um, that can happen in entrepreneurship? So I suspect a lot of photographers use Instagram as a as a major platform for them. Um, that's a guess. Mm-hmm. That's not based on any research. Uh, <laughs> but for you, how do you how do you either avoid comparing yourself to other, or how do you get yourself out of that? Um, if that should happen. Well, I try to, it's hard because I, you know, I follow a lot of photographers. I'm in a lot of groups um, and we kind of 
we look at each other's work and we, we help each other out and build each other up as well. So I, to stay true to myself, it, what different, or it's different about me. I try to make the connection, like that personal connection with all of my clients, whether they are an engaged couple or they're a high school graduate. So I still go through like the consultation process and get to know them, whether I'm buying them coffee at a Panera Bread or something. Um, so I try to actually make that connection. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel. Um, but I, like I said, I really don't know what other photographers do as far as their personal connection. I can only speak for myself. But right. um, I just try to make that personal, that personal connection. Um, and then just stay true, just stay true to myself. And I try to, uh, I try to be as authentic as possible with all of my posing. I try to have it more natural with mm-hmm. my couples or whatever subject I'm shooting. So I, you know, whatever their natural poses are, their natural movement of their body, I try to capture that instead of actually recreating something that we found. Mm-hmm. So I try to just keep it as natural as possible. So I, I play the music. Um, we kind of dance and laugh and I just try to, I get them in their element. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of it is just sort of staying connected to the things that, you know, will help you. And then in turn will help them when it comes to, to doing a show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A lot of it is, um, a lot of that is actually having them to warm up. Cause I always tell everyone it takes, if you're not used to having a picture taken, it might take you 10 to 15 minutes to actually get warmed up to being in the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So after that little trial period is up, then we can really, we really can get creative and ideas start flowing and it's, it's different on a person by person basis. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Cause I'm, I'm laughing cause I, I remember that very beginning of the shoot. Uh, and particularly when, um, you know, just in general, when people tell you to smile or cheese or I'm, it just didn't become mm-hmm. awkward for me. Not speaking about anybody else. Right. Most awkward moment (laughs) at that point. But I don't remember us ever having like one, two, three cheese moments. I don't know what was going on. Oh no. Right. (laughs) I'm not a I'm not a one, two, three cheese photographer. I'm more like a hey girl, let's hang out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember that part ever <laughs> happening, but you clearly were taking pictures all along because I have evidence of that. Right. So, um, so yeah, that it was quite smooth. Right. It was all very crazy. And I will say one thing that I enjoy is I am your. I'll be your biggest cheerleader when you're, especially if you don't have people they say they don't have as much confidence in front of the camera mm-hmm. but when they see I say let me just show you what you look like let me just show you one mm-hmm. and then they're like who is that that's <laughs> I'm like, that's you so you know I try to you know bring out what they may not see in themselves to affirm what's already there on the inside they just may not see it or feel it on the outside so um that's just one thing you know I'm your biggest cheerleader because it's you know it's all about the client whoever you know, the person is or the couple is, it's all about them for those couple of hours. Mm, that's so deep. Now, is that, is that kind of how you see yourself outside of photography? Because I, it feels like that sort of thing is something that's just like part of who you are. Like I am someone who supports others, I advocate for others, or am a cheerleader. Because I don't see it, that as something that people can like put on or take off. Oh, no, you can't. I try to be like, I try to be authentic. So I'm the same as, um, I'm, I'm, I try to be the same with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I would say, yeah, I genuinely, I really, truly care about my my friends and my circle. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
I try to be everyone's biggest cheerleader and supportive as well as they are to me as well. Yeah. So, you know, I have a good group of people in my circle and we all encourage each other when we need it. So, Right. So on the, um, on your website, <clears throat> so not only do you do the, um, the photos that sort of start from engagement all the way up to, to wedding and then to children's birthday parties and so on and so forth. But you also have lifestyle sessions. Um, so can you yes, tell us about, about those? Like what are those? Yeah. So um, what, what I call a lifestyle session is what people would normally call maybe a headshot mm. session. Uh-huh. Um, so I like to go a little bit deeper. So beyond just the traditional headshot, I like to actually get into what it is, whatever work it is that you do. So for instance, my latest one was for a makeup artist. So we actually um, incorporated things that she loves, which happened to be flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, so she bought, we went to, um, we actually went to a greenhouse and had a full session in a greenhouse um, that was full of flowers. <laughs> yeah. So she brought her makeup brushes and um, she brought her makeup bag and a mirror and we just kind of had fun in a greenhouse and we just incorporated, you know, things that she loved with what she does. So she can use that as professional um, headshot, but it's also like a lifestyle session because it really brings out your personality. Mm-hmm. And I always tell um, all of my clients to say, if you're, if you have a business, you want to be as approachable as possible when you're putting out images of yourself. So it's just be in your element and get kind of away from a traditional, what she feels is a traditional headshot, but mm-hmm. to actually, um, be out and doing something that you enjoy or being in your element, whether it's working behind a computer or you're at a desk or you're actually, you know, doing makeup in her case. So to actually get from, um, get from an actual traditional headshot or what you have in your mind is a traditional headshot and to kind of get in your element. So that was really fun. Um, it's fun because I get to meet a lot of people who are um, business owners as well. And they kind of have similar mindsets and, you know, we're all reaching for the same goal, just different avenues, different lanes. Right. So, and it's good to connect with people along the way. And um, you make really good connections, really good friendships. And um, that's one of my favorite, one of my favorite things. That's so cool. See, I'm going to have to go check that one out because I didn't even know about that. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> it's on my blog. <laughs> That's the last one on my blog. So, That's so cool. That's, I'm <laughs> really excited for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are so creative. Um, so how do you, I mean, you just talked about getting a chance to check in or actually meet um, other entrepreneurs in your own work. Um, but how do you manage the, the demands of entrepreneurship? This is this is tough. This is not an easy, a easy journey. Um, it, it, there are ups and downs yeah. and things are inconsistent and, but it's wonderful and sometimes right. it's weird and it's just a whole bunch of things. So how, how do you make so advance of it? So it's not like you would call a typical nine to five because emails come in at all times of the day, all times, of, all times of the night and during the weekend. So um, I always say to myself, I have like a set, time during the day that I actually will sit at the computer and catch up on emails, catch up on anything outstanding, um, catch up on leads. And I have that set amount of time that I sit at the computer to do that. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I'm still answering emails because it is an unconventional work-life balance. So um, I try to be open with working around people's schedule. I do know that most of my clients do work um, like a normal like the shift nine to five so mm-hmm. most of their time to email and do things like that is outside of those business hours so I am open to that um 
the outside, the other side is to kind of be, still be open to people's schedules. Now that it's summertime, um, it's easier to be open to other schedules. Sunset isn't until a little after 8 p.m. So I can shoot after 5 or, you know, 5.30. So I'm usually meeting clients in the evenings. And then on the weekends, I'm pretty much more open. So, um, yeah. So you try to be as flexible as possible with them. But then it also sounds like you maybe block off some time to get, like, the other parts of the business done as well. Yes. So um, a big chunk of what I do, <laughs> the most time consuming is is um, editing. So I do set specific time periods during the week and the weekend that I do uh, just focus on editing and then catching up on some of those leads where I'm actually sitting at the computer. Um, there's so many times where I am answering emails, returning to client emails when I'm out, whether I'm at an actual event or if I'm, you know, just out, not at my home computer, my home. So. Um, I do like to set a block, a block of time to actually sit, focus with my notebook, my, my laptop, and just kind of respond to some emails, check in on some people, follow up on some leads, right. and um, actually get some good editing done. Yeah. So I feel like you must edit like in hyperdrive because I remember getting <laughs> set, a set of pictures like hours after we had finished. <laughs> so my the, the biggest thing with that is I am just as excited as you to see what we did yeah. so I am zooming home to I'm gonna you know kind of get started as soon as I get in the door because I I know you're excited mm-hmm. I'm excited and um it makes me you know want to get you something just a tea even if it's just a teaser right just to see this is what we we did and it's um the excitement that my clients have drives me to actually, you know, to work actually longer and a little oh. harder, but it's, it's a good reward when, you know, they love their images or I get a text message and say, Oh my God, you did amazing. And it, that kind of drives my energy and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, so that is my excitement is just as much as the clients, especially, um, for instance, on a wedding day, I try to get them something within the first 24 hours because I know um, after you know, the reception's over and they're, you know, coming down from all the festivities, now it's like, okay, now what's next? And I'm like, maybe I can give them some, you know, beautiful images so they could, you know, get that excitement. So I try to get that um, excitement just to keep it going. So I always get them something within the first 24 hours. Um, within the first 72 I get them just the general overview of the day and then I kind of go from there as far as editing those larger um like the larger events but for um the headshot the lifestyle sessions I try to you know as soon as I get home I'm I'm starting you know a chunk of time just to get something out because I love it's it's the excitement Mm -hmm. you know when you do something and you want to go see the result right that drives me so yeah that is so wonderful. That's so wonderful. <laughs> it really it's is. exciting. <laughs> yeah. So if there are um, any budding photographers out there who are wanting to, you know, go from hobby to making this a business, what sorts of things, give them some words of wisdom as an as a expert in your industry. What do they need to know or what's helpful um, at the very beginning of this process? What's helpful is to, well, one, to uh, never give up. Um, I know some things don't happen as soon as you would want them to. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is to actually, like, find yourself, find what you like and kind of run with that. Mm-hmm. And 
not necessarily try to be like someone else or you want to edit and shoot in this way, but find what's unique to you and the clients will come because they'll see what is what you can actually naturally produce. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of, you know, be true to yourself right. um, and don't be afraid to talk to people. <laughs> I've gotten yeah. um, clients. I was uh, getting a pedicure one day and the woman next to me was pregnant and I we were talking about babies and I just brought up the fact that I am a photographer and you know, I do, I've done maternity as well. And she became a client after that. A few weeks later, she called me and so you have to kind of not be afraid to put yourself out there, have conversations to, to be open to people in conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll, it'll come. Wow. It's kind of dope. So it's almost like your, your potential <laughs> client could be anywhere. Oh yeah. They, they are anywhere. Everyone is a potential client. Mm. So everyone has something going on in their life, some type of happy event going on in their life. So yeah. All right now. I love that. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I like that. Everyone's a potential client and there's a happy event happening. Okay. That stuck with me for some reason. Okay. I like that. So, uh, <laughs> because you're, you're right. And I'm thinking about like, even as, um, you know, selfie obsessed as we are now, yeah, there still is space for doing a photo shoot. In fact, I feel like more people are mm-hmm. doing them. Like people are doing them for like their birthdays and like it's beyond like the traditional like either headshot or wedding that I feel like people are finding spaces to celebrate themselves. Yeah, I know picture. I know when I was in high school, um I don't recall anyone hiring a photographer to document prom, going to prom mm-hmm. and actual prom photos. And now they're doing that. So it's becoming a lot more popular now uh, you know amongst this generation mm-hmm. where and i think it's with the rise of social media because you know even when i was in high school uh social i don't think facebook was out until after i graduated high school so it's it's, it's changing with the time so right right people are wanting to document and a lot of people a lot of people want to post and you know post a lot of things on social media so yeah yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so in a lot of ways, because we like pictures now, even more than ever, that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> there are lots of opportunities for us to meet great photographers like you. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, so my last question, because this has been such a great conversation. Um, uh, what does minding my Black business mean to you? It means, okay, so to me, minding my Black business is, really like staying true to yourself staying true to who you are knowing your why why you started what drives you just keeping all that in mind um I know at times uh being an entrepreneur it can get busy and then you can forget the reason you do things and um we're entrepreneurs for a reason because we have that mindset and everything so to just stay true who you are remember your why um and to always be open to critique Mm. um even if it can sting you know, just be open to critique and to always evolving and always growing. And, um, yeah, <laughs> take it slow and just to keep learning. Right, right. That's it. That's it. So being consistent. So who you are and your business yes. should, should match up. I like that. Yes. Well, all right then, Chris, you have been so wonderful. And thank you so much for stopping thank by. Thank you. And, and sharing no your, your gems. I truly, truly appreciate it. 
Thank you. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.